Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and we do some trending news topics. For today's episode, we're going to talk about weird food trends because there has been one circulating recently that has Catherine so upset that she is quite literally filled with so much rage it's <laughs> keeping her up at night. <laughs> yeah, um to all the people that did this uh quesadilla <laughs> trend, why? Why? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Regular quesadillas are great. Just stick with regular quesadillas because you get the crunchy on both sides, no soggy tortilla in the middle, and it's the exact same amount of time, and you get cheese on everything. So your main gripes with it are that it's not necessarily easier, and two, people aren't really building it to make it any better. Yeah, I, I think when you're making like a social media food hack, it's got to be either more efficient like easier to do or it's got to taste better and I don't think either one of those it fulfills neither of those briefs (laughs) so for anyone who by some chance has not seen this hack it basically involves taking a round tortilla and cutting just one slot up until the middle point so that you have four quadrants that you can work with you put something in each quadrant and then you fold it over one at a time so that you have one little triangle when you're done and then you're supposed to grill that and that is your tortilla wrap hack i yeah it's it's pointless (laughs) (laughs) the original one i actually looked it up like what (gasps) the original one had in it Uh uh-huh and it was on one in one quarter it had a chicken cutlet that had been like cut up into pieces and then I think they put some mayo on top of that and then the next section they had some leafy greens like a mixture of greens and then on another section they had tomatoes and on another section they had cheese so they folded all of those over and grilled it in like a panini press basically oh so it wasn't even really a quesadilla like so many people have been doing it in like quesadilla form that I've seen you mean like it's just cheese and beans and chicken are like typical quesadilla fillings yeah typical quesadilla fillings and then like pan frying it instead of a panini press interesting i feel like i have not seen most of the ones i've seen are not that quesadilla ish to me huh all right but so that one that's like the first documented case (laughs) of this tortilla wrap and that came out on december 29th but the one that actually made it go viral came out the next day or a couple days later and this one was like a breakfast style one so it had bacon and scrambled eggs and bacon and scrambled eggs flipped over and then grilled and that's the one that took off wait 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 it had just bacon and scrambled eggs in it yeah they just like alternated that in each quadrant Oh my god, just make a wrap. <laughs> I don't get it. Why? I don't understand. So I think to truly appreciate how far this trend has gone, I want to talk about what happened at dinner last night. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> I could I actually could I thought for a second when you sent me that I was like he must have heard us talking about it and this is a joke he's doing 
But it wasn't, right? No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So let me explain. So last night, my family had tacos for dinner. Now, usually when we have tacos, we get hard shells and tortilla wraps. Not the big ones, just the small ones. Because sometimes we'll do like a crunch wrap style thing. So I'm sitting there building my taco, not really paying attention to what everybody else is doing. And all of a sudden, I hear my dad say, so I learned this thing this week. (laughs) And I look over and he's got his... He's got his taco fillings in the four quadrants. <laughs> and, and, I, and just before you continue, this is literally the day we filmed when I was complaining to Devin nonstop about this trend. This was the evening of that day. <laughs> yeah, it was just the perfect, perfect timing because, yeah, Catherine had been ranting about it so much and my dad had not heard any of that. And I just I look over and I could not believe what I was seeing. And all I said was, Catherine's gonna hate you what are you doing <laughs> let me film this so he's like okay so this is how you do it you fold it and then you fold it and then you fold it and he's like showing my mom and sister about it because obviously they haven't seen it and he's just like so proud that he's trying out this <laughs> new hack that he learned <laughs> did now did he enjoy it I don't think he had any complaints other than like it kind of broke in one spot because he also had the hard shell inside so it like broke oh, through the tortilla got it um he didn't have any complaints but he also didn't do it again there you go i don't know if it's because he was embarrassed because i was laughing and filming <laughs> him or <laughs> he didn't want you to hate him too much <laughs> oh, i just like i actually couldn't believe that was happening when you sent me that video i was like no no, no. <laughs> it, it was literally the most perfect thing to look over and see that happening <laughs> it just i don't this whole trend does not make sense to me it feels like a trend for the sake of being a trend and it's just like like even in the rap form so like you said you've seen a lot more that are like more rap style ones they're not like quesadilla ones even in that sense i feel like the ratio would be completely off of fillings to rap and this is one of the things I read about it is that people think it's a good thing because one, it's supposed to be easier than a quesadilla because sometimes flipping a whole quesadilla can be intimidating, which I get, it can be if you put a lot in there. I could see that going bad for me. But the other thing they said is that you get an equal amount of each thing in each bite because you have the layers on top of each other. But I thought to myself, how do you usually build your quesadilla? Right? That, literally my actual thought. I was like, wait, how are people making <laughs> their quesadillas normally? Because that makes no sense. <laughs> but maybe in that instance, they were more referring to a wrap because I think that could happen more likely with a wrap, but not necessarily all I the guess. time. Like, I, there's definitely p- times where you're like eating a wrap and if it's like a really big wrap, you don't get everything in one bite. I get that. But that's never really been a problem, has it? <laughs> Is this a well-documented problem that I just don't know about? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, but people seem to be thinking that this is the solution to all their problems because we've seen so many varieties of this. There's a lot of sad versions where it's just like... Okay, yeah, people need to put more in their tortillas. Yeah, they're looking a little bit empty. What are you doing? You're basically just eating a tortilla with a sprinkling of cheese. 
<laughs> but then there's been quite a few creative ones that we've seen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I've enjoyed the ones that have kind of like been offshoots from this that don't involve a tortilla. It's been like we've seen one with pizza dough, which is so cool. It's kind of like a really cool pizza pocket, though. I wonder how the inside dough gets cooked well enough so that I could see some flaws in that one, too. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Um, But I did see the one you mentioned it to me. I also saw the one with rice paper and that one actually looked kind of cool. Mm hmm. Because it can be difficult to roll, like, fresh rolls and stuff like that. Uh, definitely, yeah. Same with the sushi ones. I thought those ones were kind of cool. I haven't seen a sushi one yet. Oh, my goodness. You'll see it eventually. I, I think Instagram has slowly stopped showing them to me. Yeah, because they're like, wow, she she skips this real fast. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so, like, that day we were talking about it where I was complaining and then your dad made it somehow. And then... Later on that day, I also found a video of somebody also complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> which I was like, I like this today came full circle. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I was so happy that I found the part of the internet that is also annoyed with that trend. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Oh, you're never the only one. You found your people. I found my people. This just goes to show that you'll always find somebody who probably agrees with you. (laughs) Even when it seems like all of the internet disagrees and loves something, there's probably someone else out there like you. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's always hope. (laughs) So, Devin, this inspired uh, today's topic. Yeah, because when we were also talking about this hack the other day, we started thinking about what are all the other hacks that we've seen lately especially through tiktok because tiktok is basically a trend setting machine these days apparently (laughs) so we were trying to think of other notable ones that have happened specifically over like basically the pandemic because that's seemed to fuel a lot of it so i went i went looking for some lists and some research before we continue i would like to i think this is a fair thing to say i think you are someone who generally doesn't mind food trends or likes them depending on what they are and i am someone who is always skeptical of food trends (laughs) (laughs) i always almost always think they're unnecessary (laughs) which is why i wanted to talk to you about them because i knew i was gonna be like this one seems pretty fun and you're like no yeah (laughs) which is number one on the list just so you know (laughs) yeah spoiler alert that's how the rest of this episode is gonna go (laughs) (laughs) so number one on the list was pancake cereal does everybody remember pancake cereal of course i do i painstakingly watched you make it and yeah you also watched me enjoying myself (laughs) (laughs) i watched you pretend to enjoy i mean i watched you enjoy the result of it Yeah, yeah but know that you would probably never make it again Like, at first, it was fun to make because it's basically just, like, these miniature little pancakes that you make by... I put the batter in a squeeze bottle and then made tiny little drops on the pan and slowly flipped all of them over until I had a bowl's worth of little pancakes because it was supposed to be, like, cereal. Now, up until that point, I I liked the result. It did take a long time and I was getting kind of bored. But I will say, I don't understand the need to put milk on that yeah no it's but i think 
because it completely takes away the trend that (laughs) then you just have mini pancakes instead of pancake cereal. But I also, to be fair, most of the ones that I saw were doing it wrong anyways. Like they weren't (laughs) adding milk to it. Yeah. And I was like, that's not cereal. You can't just make something small and then it's considered cereal. That's not how cereal (laughs) works. Yeah, but I'll allow it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you, you had tried it with milk and then you had tried it without. Obviously, it's better without milk. Yeah, 100%. I would eat that again. But um, just like the verdict on that one is never make it. It's not worth it. <laughs> so the other one that I didn't realize got as big as it did was donut cereal. Yeah, okay. I think I remember this one, but I don't actually remember seeing a lot of it. Was it actual donuts? From the example I saw, it was like actually mini donuts even like with the holes cut out in the middle Hmm. they put it in a bowl and they poured milk over it now honestly when i watched this tiktok i wanted mini donuts i knew you would (laughs) i mean just start mini donuts are always a good idea yeah mini donuts are great it's there's nothing wrong with making mini donuts there is something wrong with turning it into cereal (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then you're, I'm watching them make these donuts and decorating them and putting all of this work into it. And then they go and pour the milk on it and just like, <laughs> there goes all your work. It's so sad. All that for a social media trend. Because <laughs> they look so freaking cute. They even had sprinkles on them. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not get the cereal trend of 2020. Turning everything into cereal, I don't understand. Do you think it's because more people were at home and they needed some kind of task like that that would keep you busy for a while? Yeah, definitely. I I think a lot of food trends probably come out of boredom, but I think it makes sense. People were looking for things to do because everyone was at home, specifically food-related. Food was just a trend in general last year. Um, So I think it makes sense, but I just feel like like the sourdough bread trend was so much better than pancake cereal. Like, why would you spend hours making pancake cereal when you can make spend hours making delicious sourdough bread? The thing that I didn't get about the sourdough bread one, though, is like for a lot of people, they had no experience making bread before. Why you got to choose such a complicated bread to start with? Agreed. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like it's like the definition of diving in headfirst to bread making. Yeah. Like, there are so many different things you could be trying first. Like, make pizza dough first. Like, something that's just generally, like, is a little bit more, there's a little bit more leeway when you're doing something. You can screw up a little bit more and it still generally tastes good. Um, yeah, no, I, that's why, like, I bake a lot and I didn't even want to dive into sourdough bread because it seems so stressful. Right? It looks so intimidating. Like, you actually have to take very careful care of this thing. I feel like, honestly, a lot of it could have just been people looking for something that required a lot of attention to just distract Mm. them from the world around them. That's true. That's true. But for me, I'll settle for the pancake cereal and the donut cereal. That'll do it for me. Yeah, I'll settle for not making either and buying my sourdough bread. (laughs) 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 I'm just like... Like, sourdough bread isn't that expensive. I get it from a local bakery. It's so good. It's, like, six twenty-five. Like, why would I not support that local bakery and, like, not s- spend hours of my life and, like, having, like, worrying about a sourdough starter in my fridge working or not? 
Be sure to tune into a future episode when Catherine tells us about the sourdough bread that she has made herself because we all know it's going to happen eventually. It'll happen eventually. I just don't know when yet. (laughs) (laughs) There was also another bread trend early in the pandemic that was banana bread. Do you remember that one happening? Yes. So I found that one. It's on the list too. It's like number three or something on TikTok's trends. And I found that funny because it's just banana bread. Like there's nothing special about it. It's just banana bread, which has been around for years and years. So I'm like, it's just funny that banana bread is a trend. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure why that one took off so much. Is it because it was easy or were people having a lot of bananas go bad? I don't know. That's like I don't know why. Like I un- like I said, I understand sourdough. You know, sourdough is something like if you want a distraction, sourdough is a distraction because it takes so much time. It takes a lot of planning, a lot of like there's a lot of like strategy that goes into uh sourdough. But like banana bread is just banana bread. <laughs> I I think it's probably just that like it's easy to make. And it tastes delicious. Oh, yeah. So good. I mean, when that trend was happening, I was like, where are people getting all of these rotten bananas? Because my brother won't stop eating them, like, (laughs) slow enough for them to go bad. You need to hide the bananas. (laughs) True story. And then you'll just forget about them. And then a month later, you'll just find bananas. (laughs) Like, what is that smell? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, the banana bread one was so random to me just because, like, of all the things, banana bread, like who decided just like, yeah, banana bread's going to take off. I wonder if there was like a particular recipe that really took off. I'm not sure. I didn't look that closely into that one, but I will say a lot of these are pretty random. Like I feel like the whole list you could say is random as is the entire internet. Yes. So, and I mean, we can't talk about food trends last year without talking about whipped coffee. Hello. Yeah. Which like, I haven't tried only because I don't really like coffee, but this is that was the only food trend that I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I actually see the appeal in this. If I liked coffee, I would definitely be trying this. Yeah, and I I tried it several times and it was a lot of fun. And and it's not like it's a new invention. It's been around for a long time. I think it's like from an Asian country, right, where it originated. And then somebody posted it on TikTok and everyone's like, wait, what? What is the science? It's the Western world thinking they invented something again. <laughs> oh, classic. But it, it also, it's just like it blows my mind that all you need is a little bit of water, some instant coffee and sugar, and it just whips up like that. Like what? Science. It's just like aquafaba, like food. How you do this? <laughs> We really need like a podcast where it's just talking about food, how you do this. But instead of actually offering up and learning about how they do it, it's just us being like, how? I don't understand. (laughs) It's magic. (laughs) So it does this and then it does this. And we're just like, how you do this? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, the Dalgona coffee was the only one that really stood out of like, you know, this makes sense. It's very creative. It's something that's new to the Western world. I understand why it's all trendy because it's really cool way to amp up your morning coffee. And it doesn't take that much work. No, and it is a very fun drink. It tastes really good. I like it. I don't add as much milk as some people do because then it's like, where's the coffee in here? That's all <laughs> I'll say about that. But you, you, you learned you learned recently that people also put a lot of milk in their iced coffees. Yeah, that seems to be a trend right now is people showing off how they make their iced coffees and it's like mostly milk and cream and sugar, which, okay, it's a frappuccino. 
maybe this is like the skeptic in me, but I feel like people drink coffee because they think it's trendy to post a coffee cup or something like that or like some sort of cool coffee thing. So I feel like the people that add like all milk and then like two drops of coffee are people that don't actually like coffee. They just like to say they drink coffee. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Okay, so another trend on the list, which I'm actually curious if you have seen before, is this whole cream cheese and bell peppers one. Okay, no. And I was like, what? (laughs) Okay, I'm so glad you haven't seen it. This is great. (laughs) So I think it started as maybe a healthy food alternative, quote unquote healthy, like what even, I don't know, some kind of diet trend that makes you think you're not supposed to have a lot of bread. I don't know. Wait, what? What? (laughs) Because the whole idea is that instead of having cream cheese on like a bagel or something, you put cream cheese on a bell pepper And then the key ingredient, it seems, is everything bagel seasoning. And you just eat that. Oh, no, people, no. And it's like... You would be, like, hungry five minutes later. Well, I agree. But people are, like, obsessed with it. Because I've seen... So I've seen versions where they actually, like, cut up the bell pepper into slices, put cream cheese on it, put the seasoning on it, which actually kind of, it looks like it would be good, but I'm not going to replace it with anything. It's going to be an addition to something. Yeah. Yeah. But then I've also seen versions where they've got the full bell pepper and I maybe this is a thing in the States, but they've got like cream cheese in a little packet, like you would mayonnaise or ketchup. And they just like put some onto a section of the bell pepper sprinkle on the everything bagel seasoning and then just bite into the pepper like an entire whole pepper without coring it yeah that's weird guys diet culture ruins food yeah it's very strange but i will say with these tiktok videos the crunch sound from biting into a bell pepper is like really good asmr (laughs) (laughs) i like that okay so i had no idea the context of that trend all i saw was bell peppers and cream cheese on yes and i was like this is weird but okay um (laughs) it makes sense when you explain it what it is when you read it you're like oh yeah of course it would be a diet culture thing it is like just eat bagels bread is not bad for you it's fine carbs are not the devil diet culture is just telling you that it's okay to eat bagels guys it's also okay if you just want to have cream cheese and bell peppers but don't do it because you think it's healthier you will not be satisfied with a bagel with a with bell pepper and cream cheese if you wanted a bagel and cream cheese that is not like that's not even close to the same thing exactly i am all here for putting cheese on your vegetables always (laughs) (laughs) that's just like i can't imagine like if people i imagine that a bagel and cream cheese is somebody's breakfast and if they're replacing the bagel with bell peppers how are you not starving 10 minutes later how many bell peppers are you eating (laughs) right (laughs) like i just like Diet culture is so disappointing and so sad <laughs> that you're just like, you're depriving yourself of such a delicious bagel. Bagels are so good. But I'm not going to lie. Next time I'm thinking to myself, wow, I haven't had a lot of vegetables lately. I'm going <laughs> to do this. And I'm also thinking like on little slices of cucumber with some cream cheese Ooh, and everything yes. bagel, bagel seasoning would be so good. Definitely. So there, there's potential in this trend, but it's the mindset. I think slathering cream cheese on some on vegetables in a way to get you to eat more vegetables is a great idea. Yeah. But 
slathering cream cheese on vegetables as a way to eat, get you to eat less bread is not a good idea. <laughs> not here for it. Never. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a weird trend, but it makes total sense because diet culture always has some sort of food trend in there one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the rest of TikTok's like official top 10 food trends of 2020 list is kind of all over the place. Like I didn't see most of these other ones pop off as much. The one that I was very curious about and kind of disappointed that I missed was the ice cream cake one. I think I remember seeing one or two. I don't actually remember how it was done or what people did, but I think it sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, because I did watch one from this guy who works at a shop that makes ice cream cakes and that was the first time I saw anybody ever make an ice cream cake and it's fascinating (laughs) it's fascinating watch you're gonna see a vlog come out of Devin trying to make an ice cream cake Devin's been really into cakes lately so I thought maybe we could try it together Oh, okay, yeah, let's try it together. We'll do what we'll, well, we should have just a whole cake series. Started with Christina Tosi, now we're moving on to ice cream cake. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> do you like ice cream cake? Yeah, I used to love ice. I haven't had it in years, but like that would be like a, when you got an ice cream cake for your birthday, that's the best kind of cake to get. Right? I feel like if we just look up a bunch of these videos from before, we could Yeah. We could make it work. Now, question. In the ice cream cake video that you saw, did they have the, like, crunchy bits that are normally in ice cream cake? I think there were some crunchy bits added somewhere in the cake. Okay, because that is the best part of an ice cream cake is the crunchy bits. Okay, cool. I will say the most interesting part about it is the beginning when he's taking, I guess, maybe a plain ice cream or whatever, mixing in whatever, like, cookie bits or chocolate bits, and then it almost looks like he's forming it with a little bit of heat so that it melts down and it's more malleable. Pliable, yeah. Yeah, and then puts it into a cake ring and then starts building the layers. But that first step with the ice cream, I never thought about how they do that. <laughs> Coming to a TMG near you soon. Honestly, the podcast is where all of our content <laughs> gets leaked. Yeah, maybe it'll happen uh, closer to warmer weather. I was thinking that too. I don't really want ice cream cake right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I was going to say, speaking of cake, there was another cake trend last year. What what cake trend? Do you remember when 2020 turned cake into something that you can't trust? No. You don't remember? Oh, this trend where people were posting all of these very, very realistic looking cakes of normal objects. So you thought it was a crock and then they would cut into it and it was cake. Oh, okay. So I didn't realize this was a big thing in 2020 because I follow a lot of cake decorators. So that's been a thing <laughs> that I've seen for a long time. Did not realize there was a like specifically a thing in 2020 because there are some amazing cake decorators out there. Yeah, it was a whole thing. I feel like early summer last year, it was a whole thing circulating, probably starting on TikTok and going over to Twitter and all that. And Every time it was like, no, it's not going to be cake. Is it cake? Oh my God. Cake. Everything is a lie, basically. (laughs) I mean, I just automatically assume everything I see on the internet is cake. What? (laughs) I'm just like, oh, that's a flip flop. No, that's a cake. (laughs) (laughs) So how's online shopping going for you? (laughs) (laughs) I've bought a lot of cake lately. (laughs) 
Well, I'm glad it actually is cake. So if you're ordering a <laughs> pair of pants, you're like, oh, I got some cake pants. And then you it's just, just like, regular pants. these pants that you get. <laughs> Wait, I just, you were like, hi, I would like to return these pants. I thought they were cake. <laughs> and it turns out they are not cake. <laughs> uh, ma'am, why? This is Old Navy. Um, yeah, but I've just been seeing a lot of things where like flip flops are cake uh faces are cake turtles are cake so just like assume jeans would also be cake uh ma'am we can't accept this return um i'm gonna write a scathing review of you i'm going to try and cut into these jean cakes and (laughs) destroy your cake business miss old navy (laughs) okay so everything's fine everything is definitely fine (laughs) uh so yeah cakes that look super realistic yeah so that was the thing did you did you like that trend i did because i was just so impressed that people can make cakes look like this like yeah. everything it, i'll I, i'll send you an account later i don't remember what the handle is but like i'm always blown away by the cake she makes okay um yeah i just like anytime i watch those videos i love those videos so much but i also like this little bit of me is like wow i will never be that good at doing anything <laughs> It's just like, I'm like, how is this possible? It's cake. <laughs> oh, that's such a, such a weird thing to gauge all of your talents against. I will never be as good as this person who is making a cake look exactly like a bottle of hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how Catherine's brain works. Well, we are learning a lot about Catherine's brain in this episode. <laughs> I'm terrified. Yeah, it's a scary place. <laughs> Okay, but speaking of scary, there's another trend that I learned about in my research that is actually very, very creepy, and I don't know if it's true or, like, what the internet is telling me. What is it? Okay, so apparently there's this whole trend of people discovering that if you wash your strawberries in salt water, all of these little bugs come out. Which, like, I'm just going to say it. It's not true. Thank God. I had strawberries today. I have watched numerous videos debunking that. It's, like, not true. Yes, little bugs sometimes are on your fruit. That's just kind of a part of fruit. It, they have a lot of crevices and things that little bugs can hide into. But little, like, I've seen one of the videos where it, like, shows, like, this, like, worm-type thing coming out of a strawberry. And, like, and that's not true. <laughs> okay, that one I was skeptical of because I was like, this is a pretty big bug. She definitely put that in the bowl. But then yes. there was some other ones where it looked, like, really tiny little sex i was like oh no (laughs) i don't okay i'm gonna look up this account because i follow this account on youtube that i love she basically just goes around and debunks popular food videos like a lot of tasty style videos or things like that where it's like it feels too good to be true and then she tries them and shows that it doesn't work um and i love her for food treads like this because i was like thank you finally some truth on the internet (laughs) Sounds like very important content that more people should be watching. Yeah, I really love debunking content. <laughs> Do you think she's going to post about the tortilla wrap thing? <laughs> debunking. <laughs> this is actually a pointless hack. <laughs> or is that just going to be your next video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a channel dedicated to that food trend. <laughs> okay, so her channel is called How to Cook That. Um, okay. And I would recommend that everybody watches her because i think she's great and she's amazing she also debunks a lot of five minute craft stuff oh okay yeah she's great i love her channel 
Okay, we're learning a lot of good stuff to, in this episode. I'm very, I'm very much enjoying this. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're learning something. Okay, how about we talk about 2021? Has there been food trend predictions? I'm going to look them up right now. Okay. Okay, so delish.com said the 15 food trends you're going to see everywhere in 2021. Okay, bring it on. Okay, these are very general. So the first one's plant-based food. I feel like that's been a trend for like the last five years. Mm, hello, we're super trendy. So plant-based foods, I agree. I think they're on the rise. I don't know if I would call it a trend necessarily. I just think it's a shift in lifestyle that some people are trying to make. Like, I think a trend is something different than people just switching their lifestyle a little bit. Yeah. And I do think we're seeing, like, the conversation around plant-based food change, too. Yeah. As it is going to always. Yeah. Um. So the second one was breakfast, which, you know, very random, but I'm always happy to see breakfast in the spotlight. Honestly, I kind of feel like I inspired this one because I've been taking <laughs> breakfast really seriously every Sunday for the past six months. So... I'm going to take credit for that one, if you don't mind. <laughs> okay. No, that's totally <laughs> fine. Um, so they're saying to expect to see some uh, meal prepping breakfast sandwiches, new fast food breakfast items being released, and maybe even the resurgence of overnight oats. Uh-oh. Okay. I, didn't, I don't do any of those. They have not been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let them know. Um, and then the third one is cooking crafts. Which I don't really know what that means, um, but let's let's read. What is that, like a macaroni necklace? I don't know. <laughs> it says, in 2020, we literally started playing with our food, and we will see that continue into 2021. From the seeds of, a whipped, from the seeds of whipped coffee and strawberry milk and pita, peanut butter milk and pancake cereal will come the next wave of Instagrammable food that will probably take you hours to make and seconds to eat. So it's that like highly Instagrammable food that doesn't really have a purpose other than a nice photo. Okay. But they don't know what it is? No, they don't know what it is. They just say that it's going to happen, which I think is kind of a cop out because it happens every year something. Yeah. The fourth one is pickling and fermenting, which I kind of feel like I agree with. I think sourdough was kind of like the start of that. And people are getting into more long term food uh, mm -hmm. projects. So I can see this happening. Virtual cooking classes. Oh, my goodness. Catherine, aren't you going to host one of those? Can <laughs> I come to it? Yeah, we're actually for those of you who are a part of our um, food, food club, club. Our, our private Facebook group, which if you want to be, we'll also leave the link again in the description of this, uh, the show notes. That's it. Um, we're planning. We haven't fully announced it yet, but I think we're in the works of planning some sort of like Zoom hangout cook with me type thing. So get in on that group so you don't miss out. Come to class. It will be fun. <laughs> Bring wine. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Um, and then homemade pasta is on the list as a trend for 2021, which I think I could see happening. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a good lockdown project. I'm, I don't know if I'll get to that one or not. I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love a good store-bought dry pasta. <laughs> yeah. I would much rather spend time on the sauce, I think. Yeah, me too. Yeah. The, the things you add to the pasta because I honestly feel like dry pasta is not that bad I think it's great but also like I'm not sure I know the difference so maybe that's just part of it I don't really know good yeah pasta. I will say I haven't had a ton of fresh pasta only because like fresh pasta normally has egg in it 
So we'd have to make specific fresh vegan pasta. Um, okay, so the th next one is delivery services, which makes sense. Everyone's at home. People are trying not to leave their house. Totally makes sense. Uh, the next one is eco-conscious packaging, which I don't know if I'm going to call it a trend. I can see it continuing to grow, but I don't see a lot of companies actually making the switch yet. And I also feel like a lot of eco-friendly food practices have kind of been either paused or just not thinking about when you're shopping during a pandemic because everyone's just trying to stay safe. Agreed. And like even like I don't know if it was like this everywhere else, but here in Ontario, like we weren't allowed to use reusable shopping bags for a while. So like I don't see eco con like I see see it still people still trying to make eco decisions, but I feel like that's not going to be at the forefront of people's minds this year. Yeah, not yet, it, it, but it will make a comeback. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Expanding your cultural horizons is another trend that they see happening. So it says, while social media can be objectively terrible, <laughs> platforms like TikTok have allowed creators from all over the world to share what they're cooking up in the kitchen during the pandemic. In 2021, we expect people will be going further than throwing these videos a simple like and will seek out food from cultures they may not have previously been familiar with. I then love that. Yeah. Then they'll either be making the dishes at home with some help from the experts themselves or Googling to find the nearest takeout spot near them that serves up the cuisine, which I totally agree with. I think that's going to be a thing for 2021 for sure, even just from my own experience. I've bought a couple new ingredients to try, to try out some new cuisine. So I see that happening. Yeah. And I also like the fact that acknowledging that how social media is helping us do this more, because especially when you can physically see the food getting made, it definitely helps with trying out any kind of cuisine that is completely unknown to you before. Mm -hmm. So the next one is individual celebrations, which I feel like is uh, kind of guaranteed because we're in a pandemic. I don't know how else you're supposed to celebrate. <laughs> also, like, what does that mean when it comes to food? So here, I'll read it. It says, so gone are the days when we ate birthday cake that someone else just spit all over, which I don't know what kind of birthdays you're going to, but that's weird. Because the blowing out the candles is basically spit. Mm. Right, I forgot about that part. <laughs> I haven't blown out candles in a long time. Um, it says, in 2021, it'll be all about individual desserts and snacks as people find ways to safely celebrate all of our life's milestones. Yes, that means cupcakes might be coming, making a comeback, but also things like foil pack meals, canned cocktails, and mason jar salads interesting mm -hmm. which i kind of like that's a cool thing to think about is more like small serving individual portion type meals which i can kind of understand i like that anything that brings cupcakes back i'm here for <laughs> um the next one is reasonably priced premium alcohol which i don't understand it sounds like an oxymoron <laughs> right so it says best news ever we're seeing a shift from people turning up their noses at anything under three dollar signs admits the realization that you can get quality alcohol on a budget that's all i get i was gonna say is that a trend if it's been happening already i don't know who wrote this list because like i always buy my alcohol on a budget <laughs> yeah really <laughs> who's buying triple digit alcohol <laughs> you're getting scammed <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, the next one is at-home bartending. So homemade cocktails. So fun. Yeah. Are you going to... You should do a video. 
of just like making a bunch of cocktails. I really wish I could, except I don't go to the al- al- the alcohol store that much. <laughs> that can be your uh, your cook with me for the Facebook group. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Ooh, I love this next trend, which I 100% see happening. Boards of all kinds. So like charcuterie boards, but everything else. <laughs> yes, we talked about that, didn't we? Yes, and we had one planned for February, but I just didn't have enough time to plan it, so I skipped it. But we will be doing more boards in 2021. So like we already thought of this trend. <laughs> and I love the whole joke that this charcuterie thing started because it's coming from people who were raised on Lunchables. Which is like, it feels right, you know? Yeah, it <laughs> like, just feels so right. Still, like, when I think back of some of my favorite lunches, Lunchables were it. <laughs> we just like, I like our cheese and crackers and we're just going to take it to another level so that you'll accept it. Yeah. Okay, so, and then it said take and bake kits. Um, so it says, as many people will likely still be staying home a majority of the time, restaurants will continue to innovate by selling take and bake kits, which I've never heard them call it that. Uh, these have already included things like assembled but not cooked pizzas, bread, and other meals. Yep, I think, and I think they're here to stay. I think why, I don't know why restaurants would get rid of an avenue of sales even beyond when the pandemic is over. Um, I think it's really cool, honestly. So Yeah, because also people could kind of like stock up on those and have them. Like, if they're freezable, have them ready to go whenever. I also kind of like the idea of being able to cook one of your favorite, like, restaurant meals at home. So, like, not even, like, for, like, the idea that it's a pandemic and you can't go to a restaurant. But, like, I'm a homebody. I wouldn't mind, like, part of, like, having a fun date night could also be cooking the meal together. So, you could buy, like, that meal that you would get at a restaurant, cook it together, and that's, like, a fun date night or something. And then I I just be like, wow, I made this. This is like at the <laughs> restaurant, but I made it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next one is fast food, which I don't know when that's ever not a trend, but <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it's because of the pandemic, it's cheap food, right. and that makes sense. So, um, and that was the last thing on their list. Okay, so there was some solid options on that list, some questionable things, but some some good things. <laughs> yeah, I just like like that one of the trends they had was just breakfast, an entire meal. <laughs> a third of your a third of your day's worth of food. <laughs> That's the trend. <laughs> but I do agree that we should all spend more time on our breakfast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to twenty twenty one in terms of food. We'll see how it goes. Not looking forward to the next tortilla hack, but we'll see. Uh, we should also, if you do see tortilla hacks on our channels anywhere, just probably assume that we've been hacked. <laughs> Not like the food hack way, the actual <laughs> technology hack way. <laughs> the food hack has led to a hack. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think of some of these food trends, this tortilla hack that's gotten me so riled up. Send us a voice note, DM us on socials, whatever you want. Leave a comment somewhere. Yeah, if there's any that we missed that we definitely need to learn about, please send them or your predictions for the rest of the year because it it should be interesting to see what actually happens. Who really knows with a year like this? Nobody. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes every Monday. And you can check out all of our vegan food and hacks and trends 
on our channels, twomarketgirls.com, or we are Two Market Girls on YouTube and all of the socials. We're super trendy and we do hacks. <laughs> we follow almost no none of the social trends. <laughs> <laughs> what are the trends doing? Let's do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the closest thing we got to following trends was doing that, like, we try TikTok recipes. <laughs> Which maybe we'll have to revisit that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye.